George W. Bush, and I approve this message. We're about to rock your world, baby. Fast? Fuck you! Oh, you're going the right way for a smack bottom, and I don't care who knows it! <laughs> Austin! This is my twin sister. Her name, Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck me! See? Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm the G-Man. Episode number 47, 47, 153 to go on the way to 200. And uh, this will be our last show of the year. We're getting ready for the new year. So for all of you out there who are listening and watching, we want to begin by thanking Craig. Craig P. and, and Peter. For the office here at 77 Water Street. <coughs> excuse me. Beautiful downtown Manhattan. 35th floor, right. 77 Water Street. Thank you, Craig P. and Peter for letting this show uh, be inside and not freezing our asses off. Yeah, today is a uh, special show. It's just, it started out with two guys just bullshitting. And in this episode, uh, what you're going to have, you're going to have Al and I doing our favorite segment, Idioms for, for Idiots. And then we're going to come back with uh, two guys just bullshitting and, and let you know how we met and how this has evolved into just two guys bullshitting to a regular every week occurrence in a show. So uh, it's, it's taken on its own life. Uh, Alan, we can be found in a lot of places. We can be found on Amazon Music. And Spotify. Yes, Deezer. Stitcher. Red Circle. Uh, BitChute. Yeah, Procaster. Rumble. iHeart. GeoSaving. And a few other platforms. Podcast Addict. Yep. And on video, you can be found on... BitChute. And Rumble. Rumble. And for products, we've got Zazzle, Zazzle. which is, uh, Sindoni says, and the Internet Guy. So uh, for those of you who want some of our stuff, it's also still on YouTube. Some of it still exists there. Our first, I think, six shows may still be up on YouTube. Right, yeah. So you'll be able to change their rules. Yeah, and uh, before we moved out and uh, we found a new home. At bigger, the, we went bigger and better. We moved on, moving on up. Right, so to the east side. These are some of the places that you can find us, and we moved or downtown. Up. Downtown. 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 Yeah. Well, the lights are bright downtown. Right. If you like what you're hearing, we're about to give you some more. Uh, we're going to be coming back with our favorite segment, which is idioms, idioms for idiots. idiots. Yay! So if you like idioms for idiots, tell some people because we're coming back with some bumper music. We're coming back with Idioms for Idiots, so keep it locked here. You will not be disappointed.
Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm the G-Man. And this is episode number 47, and we're back as promised with our favorite segment, Idioms, Idioms for Idiots. Idiots. Yay! Yay! So here in this segment, as Alan does every week, he's going to explain what an idiom is, why people say them, and uh, we try to analyze uh, the idioms. So, Alan, what's an idiom? Idiom is uh, like step on a crack, break your mother's back. How does that equate? Why would you step on a crack and break your mother's back? Do you hate your mother? I don't know. Yeah, what do you have against your mother? I don't know. Why What is that? Have, why are you stepping on a crack have to do with her back? It does have nothing to do with it. You know, so why would you even say something like that? Whoever said that, whoever they are, which nobody ever knows who they are, but there's millions of these things out there, and we analyzed, we started with... And there are millions of them out there. Millions of them out there, and we started with uh, 10 or 12... And now we're up to 15 because people have told us that they want more. So now we do 15, and it's something that we developed ourselves. And it's an original platform segment that nobody else has, and nobody ever probably will have unless they copy us. Exactly. So we were going to have we're going to analyze 15 of them today, right? As we do on every show. Well, we can be imitated. Flattery is the best form of, of conversation. So if anybody wants to jump on the bandwagon, understand that. We're the co-creators of this, and uh, we tell you how it goes, and uh, ain't nobody does it better than Alan. We're the original. We're the original. So, so if you like this here, tell some people about it. So without further ado, drum roll, my shit. Number one. Do you get the picture? What if I don't want a picture? Did you get the frame? Well, without the frame, I can't have a picture, can I? Yeah. Or so you didn't get the picture. So you didn't get the picture. I don't want to get the picture. What if I want to get something else besides the picture? Well, no. I mean, it, it doesn't come with the coupon. Groupon. Yeah. Doesn't come with the Groupon. With the Groupon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you get the picture? No, I didn't, didn't actually. I didn't get the frame either. Right. I was excluded on this one. Right. I did, didn't get the Groupon either. Did you get the picture? Yeah. No, I did not. Right. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Do you mind? Do I mind what? Moving your seat. <laughs> well, I don't want to move my seat. Do you mind? Yes, I do. I want to be alone. I don't care. Okay. It's your problem. Okay. Do you get the picture? No, I didn't. I didn't even get the frame yet. <laughs> Did you look out the window? <laughs> it's a picture frame. A picture window. Number three. Yeah. Do you need me? Well, why would I call you if I didn't need you? Yeah, I mean, what do you need me for? Well, I'll tell you when you get here. Do you really need me that bad? I don't know. Because I, I, I got to go to the throne room, you know. Do you really need me right right now, right now? Do you mind? Yeah. Can you wait? Uh, no. Did you get the picture? No, I didn't get the frame either. <laughs> Number four. Yeah. I know you want me to do your favorite. Do you need me? Number four. Do not ask me. Do not ask you what? But you need me. Why would I need you if I didn't ask you? Yeah. Do you get the picture? I don't know. You know, I, I, I can't get there right now. Alan, I'm a little tied up right now. Can you get the picture? I can't be there right now. Don't even ask me. Do not, don't no, ask I, me. What do you mean, don't ask you? Don't ask me. You're don't. my friend. I'm going to ask you. Yeah, but right now, I, 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 I can't do it. Why not? Uh, well, I just I'm waiting can't. for my picture. Yeah. Do you mind? Like, can, you, can we do this at a later date? You know, like belated, maybe like in 2023? No. No? <laughs> Unless you're Mr. Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Number, yeah. Five. Yeah, number five. This is what Joe Biden says when he, he has the doo-doo and diarrhea. Easy does it. Well, we don't know about that. <laughs> I don't want to find out. Yeah. Easy, Easy does, does what? 
It was easy. Yeah. And why is easy even doing it? I don't know. And what is easy doing? I don't know. You tell me. Who, why, do I, why do I want to do it easy? Why, why do I do it hard? I don't know. Do you get the picture? I don't know. Do you, you need mind? me? No. Don't, don't ask me. No. Easy does it. Easy does it. Well, what about hard does it? Well, That's hard what I'm saying. Hard do does it. it, right. Yeah, well, what, about, what if I want to do it hard? I want to do it hard. Or I want yeah. to do it soft. Yeah, I want to nail you to the wall. You know? Balls to the wall. Easy does it. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he have Vaseline, you know, petroleum jelly or something? After there's Bob and, and Tyrone. Yeah. KY jelly in there. Yeah. Easy does Easy it. Easy does it. Right. Little dab will do you. Not, not there. You ain't putting no, you ain't putting that there. You'll, you'll, your hair will curl. Here's a good one. For yeah. you. Everything okay? No, it's terrible. Terrible. How was the service? Is everything okay? No. No. Don't, don't even ask me. Why would you ask somebody that? Everything okay? Everything. Because you know the answer is going to be no. Yeah, like why? Yeah, exactly. That's like, yeah. Okay. Everything. No. 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 Bring me another one. I ate half of the one I didn't like. Don't even ask me. You know. Yeah. Food is terrible. Yeah. Everything okay? No. Service is lousy. Sucks. The food sucks. But yeah. I ate half the dish, though. <laughs> Give me another one, though. No, I didn't like that one. <laughs> and now I gotta go to the bathroom, and I hope it's an easy does it because that food gave me money. Short term rental food. Short term <laughs> rental food came off a, a, a truck. One of those. Next one is what you'll yeah. say. You'll yeah. say. Excuse me. me. I gotta go to the bathroom now. I gotta go. That's usually the phrase. Excuse me. Get the f out of my way. Right. Get out of my way. Your food sucks. I gotta run to the bathroom. That's right. Do you get the picture? Do you mind? Move. Do you need me? Get the fuck out of the way. Because I want it to be easy, does it? Right. Everything okay? No, no. it's not okay. okay. I gotta take a dump. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. And there's no pictures in the bathroom. <laughs> and if you don't move out of the way, <laughs> you won't be getting no tip, no check. Right. Yeah, number eight. Yeah. Fat chance. I think you forgot number seven. Right Excuse here. me. All right, fat chance. Fat chance. Why is it? Why is it called fat chance? Because it's it on column B. Why is it skinny chance? Yeah, right. Yeah. Twiggy chance. Skinny, skinny chance. I don't want to be fat chance. chance. I want skinny chance. Yeah, why is it fat? You know, how about lean, mean, fighting machine? Chance. Fat chance. Is that like Chinese restaurant? One from Kalamei. One, one, one hung low. low. Yeah, yeah. Fungu Romaine, nuts. Fungu nuts. You know, yeah. Bafangu, Tumato Puda, whatever. <laughs> you don't know what I just said. Yeah, yeah. Somebody out there will probably say, he really went there. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Your mother too. <laughs> Your mother was there also. <laughs> Your chance. father might have been there too. Yeah, right. chance. <laughs> yeah, get over it. <laughs> anyway. Don't ask me. Number nine. Yeah. Fill in the blanks. Fill in what blanks? The gun has the... That's what Alex Baldwin said. Yeah. Fill in the blanks. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. Fill in yeah. the blanks. Well, other guy too, was it? Uh, Bruce Lee, right? Yes, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Marvin Gaye too. How does that happen? You I know, don't know. I mean? like, Fill in the blank. What excuse blank? Excuse me, I'm going to kill you. What are we so filling in? Yeah, right, yeah. What if I want to oh, fill out? Right. Do you get the picture? Do you mind? Do you need me? Don't even ask me. Easy does it. Is everything okay? Everything okay. Yeah, I'm laying in a pool of blood. As long as the blanks, as long as if it's blank, if it ain't blanks, I'm not, I'm, I'm not okay. Yeah, fill in the blanks. Yeah, is that a starter's pistol you got in your hand? Are you happy to see me? No, it's a real gun. You know, I want to fill in the blanks. I'm gonna fill you full of holes. Number ten. Flattery will get you nowhere. Who says so? Yes, Marilyn Monroe. I got her something. Yeah. She said she was on her knees for like 20 years before she finally got to stand up. <laughs> Ask the Kennedys. 
She had a joke, any cock will do. There was, you know, you know the joke about that? A rooster in Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Rooster goes, any cockadoodle will do it. Any Marilyn Monroe said, any cock will do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, something like that. Yeah, actually, I screwed that up, but you got to just yeah, That's all right. Marilyn Monroe, yeah. she was a. Uh... She was a centerpiece, center full of centerpiece. She, she was a senator. She was, she was centerpiece for the senator, <laughs> for the senators. Number eleven, especially the Kennedys. Also, uh, Joe Giancana, too, the mafia yeah. guy. Yeah, she was uh, multi talented. You no, know, you know what she did. She used to bring money to the, the Kennedys, you know, from the mafia, you know, yeah. to fund their campaign. Yeah. Oh, I said it. Well, Kennedys uh, killed her, probably. Yeah, well, they did. They had to. Yeah. Yeah. Number eleven. And this is what people were saying after her death here, especially uh, Elton John, for crying out loud. That's what the Cuomo homo boys are going to say soon. Yeah, that's because of Bubba and Tyrone. Bubba and Tyrone. Yeah. Okay, if not, Guido's going to get him. <laughs> yeah, that's what the word is out in uh, Ozone Park from... Uh, for crying out yeah. loud. Yeah, all the mafia guys are talking about... Uh, you don't want to cry in, in, inside, do you? Yeah, cry, cry out loud, outside. Yeah. They're not going to get no favors if they go into the no. joint. Yeah, Luca Brasi yeah, Jr. They're gonna get some favors, all right. Luca Brasi Jr. says that uh, they're in for a long, long night. Their first night. He said there'll be no. They're gonna, sleep get, they're gonna, they're gonna get some favors, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Number twelve. Soap, this is what uh, Tyrone will be saying. Actually, no. This no, is what the Cuomo boys. Will Cuomo's be saying. will be saying. Number twelve. Get off my back. Get off my back. That's right. Balls to the walls. Get off my back. Yeah. Get off my back, please, Cuomo, please, please. And then you know what Tyrone. You know who my father was. <laughs> and you know what Tyrone was say number thirteen. Yeah. Get, get over it. it. <laughs> but it hurts. Get, get over, over it. it. Get off my back. That's <laughs> 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 not. I can't believe you're doing this to me. Well, who else is going to do it to you? You're in prison now. <laughs> you lost your hot dog stand. Your ass is mine. <laughs> you lost. You lost your hot dog stand. And if he had his sausages. That's okay, but I got a bigger wiener for you here anyway. You know? <laughs> that ain't happening either. <laughs> <laughs> Bang zoom, baby. To the moon. Yeah. All right. So I'm not getting off your back, and you're not going to get over this until your prison sentence is over. So number get, fourteen. Get, get well, well soon. soon. So. We'll patch you up after the after the pain goes away. We'll get you some. Uh... How long you been in the hospital? Three months. Get well soon. <laughs> My ass is stitch closed. And here's a good one for you, yeah. number, number fifteen. 15. Yeah. And this is what they said to Cuomo's before they got him. They said, "Give, give it, it up. up, give it up, motherfucker, give it up." Who gives yeah. it up? You know. Well, Andrew went first. You know. They, uh, give it up. Yeah. The other guy didn't please on me too. I'll do anything. I got a cousin. <laughs> Take my cousin first. He ain't worth Take shit. my first cousin first. Exactly. You can have the whole family. Get over it. Please. Get well soon. Anything. Anyway. See you later. Yeah. Do you get the picture? No. Do you mind? Don't even ask me. Everything There's okay. Not anymore. No, no, it used to be okay before I went to prison. Don't buy, don't buy me a bike because I can't sit down. Yeah, but crying out loud. Please, please. Anything, get off my back. Oh, give it up. No, I don't get want well to Get well soon. Get well soon. Oh, my God. You guys are really going to do this to us? And then Bubba says, I didn't know you spoke that high, soprano. <laughs> and <laughs> Tyrone says, Bubba, you're first. I get sloppy seconds. And then Guido said, don't forget about me. Yeah, I got to take their D's out first. <laughs> so this is going to be... <laughs> Idiots for idiots. idiots. 
in uh, show number show 47. 47. And Al and I will come back. We're going to come back with uh, how we met and why we're doing the show that we're doing and how we've evolved from just two guys BSing to uh, where we are today and all the platforms that we mentioned earlier. So if you like what we're doing, keep watching us. Keep it locked here. Save the world. That make you go hmm. Official Obama is Osama Network. Hi, I'm Steph. I'm the G-Man. Episode number 47. 47, 47 on the road to 200. And here we are on December 30th, and, uh, 2021, and we're going to talk about how Alan and I met, where we met, and uh, how we've evolved. So, Alan, you can start telling us. Well, I went to, um, I have a very close cousin who, now, who has since passed away, who was like a brother to me growing up. And uh, his wife called me and said he was very sick, which I knew. And I had told her, you know, I don't want to see him when he doesn't know who I am. She said, well, you better get here because he's pretty sick. And it was about Thanksgiving Day weekend, or a couple of days before Thanksgiving. And I tried to get a flight out to St. Louis. He was in St. Louis. And I couldn't get a flight out. And if I could, it was like triple the price. It was the last minute. And so... Craig P., whose office this is that we're borrowing, said to me, how about, you ever think about going by train? Now, my mom was from St. Louis, so my grandparents were there, and my older sister was there, and we used to go back every couple of years by train, by bus, by plane, whatever way my father could get us there, he got us there. That's a promise he made to my mom when we left St. Louis when I was about four or five, that he would... Uh, it was all summer out there, or my grandparents would come here. But as they got older, we went there more. They only came here once, I twice maybe, I don't remember. I was young, but we went there a lot. So um, so I said, you know, I hadn't done that in a long time, but I said, you know, it doesn't sound bad. I checked out the price. The price wasn't bad. Little did I know <clears throat> that it was a 19-hour trip. Little did I know there was a 19-hour trip um, up to the, uh, up state New York, down the Ohio Valley, and then I went to Chicago, and then there was a five-hour trip back to St. Louis, which we pretty much passed on the way, but, but Chicago was where the hub was for the train uh, for Amtrak. So um, I was there about a week, I guess. Um, he knew who I was. He couldn't talk. He couldn't walk. Um, he definitely didn't look good, that's for sure. And he was only a couple of years older than me, about two years older than me, roughly. And um, roughly he died about six months later. Um, but he knew I was there. And I spent almost every day with him. And 
um, on the way home, I was in the Chicago's train station, and there were some people who, who I went with seven days before that happened to be there also. I guess they were going back. They were like Amish. They weren't Amish, but they were some kind of similar thing, kind of. I don't know. They had some kind of sect, about six or seven of them. And we were kind of eyeing each other up in the train station. And uh, I was sitting on one side. I had like an hour, I think, to wait for the train, something like that. And uh, I didn't know Steph at the time. He was on the other side of the train station, I believe. Right, I was in the terminal at the same time. Right, mm -hmm. and you can kind of take it from here a little bit, so and then we'll get, we'll chime in together. Well, I <clears throat> I was coming from California, and uh, a couple of days I, I decided I wasn't going to fly, so I was there to do a film shoot for a movie that uh, still hasn't happened yet. Things take a while to do. But anyway, I was there for a movie, and uh, just before I had to get on the train. I told the director of the movie and the two girls that we knew, I'd like to take you out to dinner to come back to New York before I go back to New York on uh, my midnight train. So I was waiting in this restaurant for the people to it show up. It wasn't the midnight train to Georgia, was it? No, it was midnight train in, uh, to, to Chicago is what it was. So here I am. I'm waiting for them to come to meet me to go you know, to have dinner at this Mexican restaurant there. As a matter of fact, I was in Mount Shasta, so I'll throw it out there. So as I'm sitting down waiting, there's a guy sitting across from me. And uh, he's playing chess, and somebody comes over to help the guy uh, play chess. And uh, this Native American guy, named Jimmy, was pissed off that this guy was coming over to, like, screw up the game. So he said to the guy, hold on a minute. He gets up, he takes out his backpack, pulls out a taser. He says, you see this? So the guy who interrupted the game says, yeah, I see it. And I'm watching this the whole time. He says, this is a taser. If you don't shut up, I'm going to stick it up your ass. Because the, 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 Italian, the Italian defense, and the, Guido wasn't even there. No, this was a Native American. He was a first American's first people. So now I'm watching this, and the guy was so scared. He left the place immediately. He stopped helping, you know, the coach, the, the other player there. So I said to the guy, you know, I don't know why I said this. I said, by the way, I said, can I see that taser you showed to me? I said, how much over $75 will you sell it to me for? I said, I'll give you up to 100 He goes, well, you can get it tomorrow in the store. I said, I got to leave tonight, and I'd like to have it. So he sells it to me. I said, just show me how to use it. So he takes off the safety, shows me how to use it. He goes, be careful with it. So I took it. I bought some granola, put it in the bag, and then I went back to sit down there. And uh, some guy comes in, and the guy sits right across from me and says, oh, uh, by the way, I'd like to take you around town to show you some things. I said, I, I, do I know you? He said, no. He goes, I know who you are. I said, really? He goes, yeah, you're the guy who won't shut up. I said, really? I said, shut up about what? He goes, uh, I got a message for you. He goes, I want to take you up on the mountain and read you your last rites. I said, read me my last rites? He goes, yeah. I said, you threatening me? He said, no, I'm promising you. I said, hold on a minute. So I open up the granola bag. I take out the taser. I take off the safety and I put it up to him like the microphone to your face. I said, this is a taser. How about I stick it in your mouth and you'll go up to the mountain and I'll bury your ass here. All of a sudden, Alan, he runs out of the restaurant. So the Indian guy who had sold me the taser said, Steph, what happened to me? Him. I says, I don't know. I think he just took a dump. Be careful going out the door. There's like diarrhea going out the door. So now I get on the train thinking, you know what? You're telling me when I come back to New York, somebody's going to hurt me. You know, I'm going to be on this red eye for two, three days. You know, I better be careful. So I get on the train and uh, after having dinner with the, uh, the director and some of the girls and uh I get to Chicago like two, three days later, and I'm tired. I'm in the terminal, and I'm like, you know, I hope this train, this last hour, I'm saying, you know, feel like it was days before we get on the train. 
And I'm looking at this, this woman who says, can I sit next to you? I said, sure, you can sit next to me. Empty seat, what am I going to say? And she's telling me she's going to New York State. And I want to go to New York State, too. And while this is happening, there's this Chinaman there, and he's got this box. And he's trying to get this box taped, running back and forth in the terminal like a, a man who was possessed. And I'm saying, something wrong with this man. So Correct. now he goes to the counter, and they're doing a tape-up job to the, get the this box. The Amtrak lady taped it up because they wouldn't let the, an untaped box go on a train. And everybody was getting tired of watching him run around the train station, saying, I got to get on this train. I can't miss this train. I got to get to New York. Yeah, so, so finally, they get his box taped. So everybody who's there, must have been about 100 people that are waiting in that terminal area, yeah. watching this debacle happening. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm half tired. I'm thinking, you know, I hope he doesn't get on my train. Doesn't get on the same car. Or same anyway. car. Yeah. I was wrong. So we board the train. I don't know Alan at this point. And the woman says to me, do you mind if I sit next to you because I'm going to New York State too? So I'm thinking, you know, what harm could it be? You know, so we get on the bus, I mean the train. train. The uh, Chinaman gets on the train. And we're all there. Alan's on one side. I'm on the other. There's about 10 people together, so, kind of 15 people maybe all hanging out together. So Alan, Alan's got his entourage on the left-hand side. I don't know his entourage, but uh, yeah, some people I just met. Yeah, some people he met. And Alan's a very cordial, friendly guy. So he, he's he got this whole group of people he's talking to. And I'm sitting on the other side as though I'm in a uh, monogamous relationship, I'll just say. With her. With her. And... Uh, the Chinaman is walking back and forth. We, we're, we're really not paying. Nobody's really paying attention. Well, to him. We don't we're know telling, what he's doing. Yeah, but we're really not paying attention to him. He's running up and down the aisles, and and he hasn't found his seat yet. So right. we're trying to figure out, like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? What's going on? Because everybody now is seated, so we don't know. And he's making a couple of bathroom visits along the way, but we're not sure what's going on with this he's guy. He's going to the car where where there was food. Yeah, so he's going back and forth, like, uh, so he made us aware of his presence at that point. So yeah. we're there. And the uh, the woman that I'm with falls asleep with her head on my shoulder. So now I had a, a blanket on my knees. I covered my knees. And so I covered her a little bit. Thinking, you know, she fell asleep there. Yeah, next thing you know, you're getting transit head. Next thing I know, she gave me a gift that kept on getting transit head. Yeah, transit head. So Alan's only looking. 30 up, seconds. Yeah, well, it could have been longer. It felt like. No, no. She told, her, she told me it was 30 seconds. <laughs> you thought you were married for 20 minutes. So. What happened was, Alan looks over at me in this uh, compromising position, and he could swear it was my wife. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to just roll with this because now it's dark, you know, and uh, this is all going on. So thereafter, later on, a couple hours later, the Chinaman decides that he's got to get high. But we didn't know that at the point. Right. We, we didn't know that at that point. Yeah, so Alan will pick it up from here. So about that time, it was about 11 o'clock at night. And we're in Cleveland, Ohio, and the 15 people and I, we're all bullshitting, telling jokes and shit, telling each other where we're from and, you know, just being kind of friendly. And so I have to go to the bathroom, and I open the bathroom door, and it reeks of marijuana. And a Chinese guy is sitting in the back of the car with the conductor, and I go back and I tell all these people, and they start laughing, what jerk would do that? It's got no place for it to go. And... We go to sleep, and the next morning, I don't know, it was about 8 o'clock maybe or something like that. Early in the morning. It was 8, like maybe 8, 8.30, yeah, something 8 30, like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
the conductor gets on a PA and he says we're pulling into Buffalo, New York and the border patrol is doing a spot check on IDs and we all look at each other like what the fuck we don't know you know so like we don't know what's going on and we pull into Buffalo and there's the border patrol there's the Buffalo police there's Homeland Security and Amtrak police and they're all waiting for us and the conductor says listen everybody in this car is gonna have to get off they're gonna check a few IDs and everybody probably be like unless you have a problem you're gonna get let go back on the train so we pull into Buffalo and we get out there was about 20 maybe 25 people in the car I don't know so I'm like there weren't that many um, and we noticed that nobody else is getting off the train but us our car only car yeah, that's right or the only car and they check a couple IDs and they let everybody back on except for the Chinese guy they take his luggage and his box off and he's talking to them and we, we pull out and then we get to Albany and there's a 20 minute rest stop there because you can get some decent food and hopefully if you gotta go to the bathroom there's a decent bathroom because the bathroom on the train wasn't that great and the food on the train wasn't that great um, and as we're getting off the conductor says you know what happened to that guy and we were all like we don't know you know what happened and he said he had a three pound brick of marijuana in that box that the Amtrak lady taped up and at this point that was about four years ago roughly Right. Um, there was a federal fence to go from Illinois to Ohio to New York. Right. Interstate drug traffic. Interstate drug, right. Yeah. So he got arrested. And Steph, you can take it a little bit from here now. Well, yeah. I mean, so <clears throat> while we're waiting for the, the Amtrak officers and Homeland Security to, like, just profile each one of us. There's a guy in front of me. I felt so bad for him. He was an Indian guy. Middle yeah. Eastern yeah. Indian guy. Well, he was in front of me. And I could swear he took a dump in front of me, man, because he was scared shitless. You're shaking like a leaf. He yeah. was scared shitless. Yeah. And I was like, man, how can, you know, and this poor guy was like petrified. He was petrified because, you know, he fit their narrative. I'll say their, not mine. I mean, you know, I think people are beautiful to prove otherwise, you know. But the guy was like, he was shitless from, from the experience. So we end up coming back on the train and we come back on the train and, uh, course I'm still married at that point and then a couple of stops, yeah a couple of stops later uh, the woman who was sitting next to me decides that she has to get off and this is her stop and you didn't get off with her so we knew you weren't married to her that right so, and Alan looks at me goes I guess you're not married to her now that's not your wife is it no. <laughs> I said it a quick oh, divorce about, I said for about 20 minutes it was a quickie divorce <laughs> 30 second divorce so it was kind of funny because Alan see, saw one of my most embarrassing moments I didn't see it well he knew of it, and uh, so uh, it was a story that uh, that is our, our our beginning there. So we meet, we talk on the train after that. Alan explains what he's doing. He gave me his card. I I showed him some of the things that I can do. Right. And uh, we both had the love for comedy. So while this trip is still on, going between yes. Albany and New York City, when we both got off. We were going back and forth and having fun at this point, just joking and laughing. And then I got to see at that point just how zany and brilliant Alan was and funny, really, really funny. I go, you know, there's something here. Didn't know what it was yet. But, and you still don't. And I still don't. <laughs> but but this, I knew there was a chemistry there. And, and I, I, I saw that in that short interim of time. That Alan, you know, was a good person, a good friend, and someone who uh, I'm going to exchange numbers with. And then we did. Yeah, right. 
And then, uh, and then uh, you interviewed me twice. Right. And I, I, one of the shows was uh, Sleeping with the Fishes. Right. Another one I loved was uh, You Can't Make This Shit up. up. Right. And then we did something, Ebony and Ivory with yes, you and another, right. another I fellow. Up, I, was together, I was putting together a comedy act um, with a black gentleman. He was going to be Frank White and I was going to be Willie Black. And it was all about how we look at things differently. And one of the uh, bits that I wrote is that um, I'm Jewish. So uh, he asked me, what do Jewish people do on Christmas Day? And I say, we go to the movies and have Chinese food. And then I say to him, what do you do as a black man? And he says, well, you're at the movies eating Chinese food. We're robbing your house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were actually about to get booked in Atlantic City in a lounge by a, a guy, a gentleman I met online. And unfortunately, COVID hit and Black Lives Matter. So we kind of like dropped it. It wasn't the right time. Yeah, it, was, it. It, was a right, it was a good thing because, you know, I always say, and Steph knows this, that all in the family and good times and, uh, uh, you know, all those shows that, you know, even the Red Fox show. The controversial and, You know, they were controversial, but they were right on the edge, but they were funny. Yeah, they weren't meant, meant to harm They weren't, somebody. yeah, right. They were, it, they stereotyped people and um, nobody got offended by it, really, you know? They didn't even, have to be worried you know, about Red Fox did politically stuff correct. And, right. So we didn't want to, matter of fact, the, the name of the comedy duo was, I put together, was the Unpolitically Correct Comedy Duo. And we were going to have a disclaimer if we got on stage together saying that if you if they knew or bothered you, you better leave now. We'll refund your ticket right now right. because that's what it was going to be about, you know. So, so when that happened and, and uh, Alan wasn't able to get that project to launch and take right. off, uh, he had said to me, he goes, you know, why don't you and I do something together? Yeah. I never thought about, you know, doing a show with you that way. I had produced a couple of shows for you. And I said, well, you know what? I had fun producing those shows with you. Right. I laughed to my heart's content. I go, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I can have fun doing it. I said, well, find your joy. I go, you know, this does make me happy. And uh, so we ended up taking on the project and we put it up on YouTube, for a matter of fact, from the beginning. First, yeah, in the beginning. Then YouTube changed its rules. Right. And when YouTube changed its rules, we got censored uh, of the yin yang. I said, you know, it's not fun anymore. And uh, so we found another platform. And, we were doing it on uh, StreamYard. Correct. And StreamYard, we were getting hacked. Every week Every we were week. getting hacked. And right. it's like, you know, we got to take this show into a studio environment. And luckily, you know, Craig, Craig and, Pete, P, right. and Peter made it available for us to Correct. be here to do the studio. So we've right. been doing shows, and this is show number 47. Right. And so we've kind of evolved from two guys just BSing on a train to where we are today with all the major platforms that we're on. And, and, we, and we created segments, Idiots for Idiots, Sports Stupidisms, yeah. Online Dating Nightmares, 15 Minutes of Shame, annoyances, Everyday annoyances. annoyances. Those are all our, our, our own creations. Right. They're and all it, original. Right, and every week we come up with new themes, new ideas, and we're always changing, like our our theme songs is changing all the time. I mean, we are mercurial. We're changing, and Alan can change his thoughts in the New York Minute. And uh, our show's theme song In my is, case, is New Jersey Minute. Yeah. Ain't no stopping Ain't us no now. Ain't no stopping us now. So, for those who've challenged us, and, you know, his thing... We've had our challenges. And, which Alan can bring up. What's some of the challenges we've had, Alan? Well, they've hacked your passwords on a lot of sites. 
they've blocked me from going on Zazzle. Um, you know, they, they've stolen stuff. They've blown up computers. They've blown up chargers on us. I mean, we're sitting um, here one time when they actually blew the computer up in front of us. A brand new computer. Br brand new HP laptop. Right. That they, they, they when you plugged it in, it, it, <laughs> it blew it up. And before that, we didn't have a battery in it. You put a battery in it and plugged yeah. it in, and all of a sudden it blew up. Yeah. I mean, I've lost... Uh, Too much power. In the last year, in like 47 shows, I've lost right. uh, 10 batteries, 10 chargers, and at least four computers. Right. So a friend of mine asked me, said to me, well, why do you keep doing it? I says, why? I says, because I like what I'm doing. Right. I enjoy what I'm doing. And this is minor. You know, yeah, it's money that I've wasted, you know, uh, over $1,000, let's say, that I just mentioned. But you know what? What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. So for those of you who didn't get the memo, Ain't no, no stopping, stopping us now. Alan and Steph now. So the way we met, it's synch synchronicity. This is... Good thing you said that, not me. Yeah, this is the universe putting us together, and we wanted to share that with you today. So every week I've been going to Chinatown uh, since I came back from California <laughs> to get a uh, massage or rub down, some therapy. And I swore, and I told Alan this last year, I said, I think... Our Chinaman's out in Chinatown now. What do you mean? I said, it was three years later. I looked and I could swear that's the man. I mean, not every Chinaman and looks he's got a, And he's got a box in his office. Right. And it's, it's half taped up. Right. And I went to the it's bathroom. got Amtrak tape around it. And I went to the bathroom and I got a contact high for the marijuana. Right. So here I am in Chinatown with nothing to do. So I went out and get a cappuccino and, uh, massage and an espresso. Massage on a contact high. <laughs> So, and, a, and a bag of Cheetos. So the guy introduced himself as Jackie Hands. Oh, you know? right. I said, where are you from? He said, Chicago. I said, All right, enough said. So that's kind of our, our, our joke as to how we met and, and where it's evolved to. But this is show 47, and this is going to continue. We're going to do 200 episodes, God 153 to go. And, uh, and but we'll be, we, back. we'll be back. We'll be back with our final thoughts. So if you like what you're hearing, keep it locked here. So here in Final Thoughts, Alan and I are going to wrap things up. So Alan, give us some of your final thoughts in the well, year 2021. Let's, let's talk about uh, 2021. Well, you know, COVID's been off and on, left and right. Uh, shutdowns. We have the de Blasio uh, screw-ups in New York City. Bums everywhere. Uh, 850,000 missing mm -hmm. from the... Can't the, be found. The uh, commission that, she, that his wife runs. His $500,000 loan to, to fix up his new house that we don't know if it's even legal. 
Uh, you got uh, Cuomo the Homo Boys. Who killed 16,000 people moving and, in from nursing homes, hospitals to nursing homes to die. And Andrew got caught sniffing people. It's crack, yeah. And, uh, you know, fondling people. And Chris also got caught, and his producer got caught uh, with minors. Uh, that's just some of the things going on in New York. Right, There's functional people. Yeah. Well, that's, that's New York for you. And you have Jeffrey Epstein, too, there. Yeah, yeah you got Wiener, you got Schmeener the Wiener. They're done with them because they always want to try some new meat. They just got they just got a, a big shipment of lotion. <laughs> Soften the blow. In KY Deli. Yeah. They also got uh, masks gag them. They want to gag the Cuomo right. so that they don't cry that loud, you know. Well, well we don't take out their legs first. <laughs> They'll be on their knees instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to cut them down to size one way or another. Yeah. So these are some of the things that have happened in 2020. We're coming into the city every week has been a challenge for Alan and I, and uh, it's an adventure. I mean, there's people running for office now that decided instead of running for office, they want to run out of the state. They want to run out of state, right. <laughs> they want to run out of Penn Station. They can't know, believe what they're, they're seeing. There's bums and, and everybody asking for money. And, and and nobody's paying attention to anything. We have never. We've been in the city now almost a year, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. We have not seen an MTA cop on any subway. Or and I come in from New Jersey. New Jersey transit cop on any and New I Jersey trains. Another no trains. There's bums everywhere. They're laying everywhere. They're doing whatever they want. They're taking baths in the bathroom. Literally taking baths in the bathroom. Matter of fact, today some guy was shaving his head in the bathroom. Um, you know, like really. Uh, I guess he. I guess he didn't have any place to else to shave his head, and it well, wasn't the one in his pants either. It was the other one. The sad thing <laughs> is, is that the same people everywhere. Right. We see the same people they, sometimes. They've got these habits, and there's nobody doing anything no. about it. So, God forbid, if you tried to say something to one of these people, but they're, they're mentally challenged, they're sick, whatever, and. Uh, I just hope the new mayor taking over. Hopefully, Eric Adams will change things. I mean, he wasn't an ex-cop, so maybe he will change things. Well, but it's a he's shame. Got, he's got a big task in front of him. Because New York has definitely earned a nickname, State of Confusion. Well, New Jersey's pretty close. Yeah. So, not not far behind. Matter of fact, they might be joined at the hip. So, <laughs> you know what? It, so, those are some of our thoughts for the last uh, almost a year. Right. And uh, we give our opinions every week. Uh, we took a break for 15 minutes of shame, as I explained last week. Uh, we were contacted by an unnamed government official who wanted us to stop 15 minutes of shame until Congress went back in session. So we hindered, we listened to what they said because uh, they promised us, if not, then Guido would come after us. <laughs> so, yeah, they gave us a little offer that, you know, we couldn't refuse. We couldn't refuse. So we decided that we're going to pick up the middle of January when the, uh, the Congress and the Senate comes back. All the fellas who are exempt from taking the COVID-19 injection, by the way, if you didn't know. So you don't know, now you do know what we know. And that's why we do the 15 minutes of shame, because there are things that are being brought to our attention that are either in the newspaper or other things right. that are being sent to me or uh, Alan right. sees to let us know that it's time for a change. We need to take back our country. Biden has been the worst president ever. Matter of fact, Jimmy Carter is sending him a Christmas card, a New Year card. Thank you very much. Right, right. Yeah, I am now not the worst president ever. You ha you are now. Well, the That's sad, not even close. The sad thing is, uh, since Barack Obama, the 44th resident of the United States, was elected illegally, who couldn't even pick tomatoes. He's an undocumented worker from 
Thailand. He's the, the prince, uh, Prince of Dui Day of Thailand. His brother now is the king. His father was Bumbo Dui Day of Thailand. Had the nerve to put us all hostage now uh, and try to make this a third world nation. Uh, and it's a sad thing. And I'll least give a shout out to Michael LaVaughn Robinson, who is uh, known to you all as Michelle Obama, who is the first, has been the first ombre in the White House. So Obama's a gay president. It's time that he comes forward, like Bill Gates should come forward, and let people know that we are who we are. We're proud of who we are. But don't lie about it. Be about it. Don't lie about it. So my wish for you, Barack, is that you go back to Thailand and never return to our country and so we can get our country back because we are taking our country back. And anybody listening to this message, if you see something, say something. And by all means, do something about it. So Al and I are doing something about it. And this show, we're kissing all your asses goodbye. See you, see you later. later. Sayonara, up your nose, or rubber hose, or any place else you want to stick it. So we'll see you next week in show number 48. 48, 48, 48. The BS Show. This is Steph. And the G-Man. Thank you for watching. Sayonara. Have a happy new year. Happy new year to all. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night.